0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Running Obstetrician Podcast. My name is Christopher Morosky, and I am the Running Obstetrician. In this episode, we will be reviewing a statistics topic. Statistics. More specifically, we will be reviewing the differences between accuracy and precision. Both accuracy and precision are two of the four criteria used to describe the performance of measurements, the other two being responsiveness and variation. Since accuracy and precision are basic concepts and the describing of data measurement, this podcast gets an ROB stat score of 102. That being a slightly more advanced introductory statistics topic. So to start with accuracy, accuracy is also known as validity, and it is defined as the degree to which the data measure what they were intended to measure. In order to un- discuss or or really describe accuracy what needs to be known is the truth about what you're measuring against and what this often gets described as is a gold standard Um, some real life examples of how this uh, how accuracy can be applied um, would begin with uh, when you're packing your bag to go on an airplane there is a certain weight to your suitcase after you've packed your bag that is known that is real Um, When you get on your scale in your house to weigh your bag, um, you hope that your scale is accurate in letting you know just how many uh, pounds or kilograms your bag weighs. So that when you go to the airport, which probably has a much more accurate scale, um, you don't have a huge difference and hopefully you're not paying a higher fee. Another good example for those of you who own pools is that you need to know how much chlorine is in your pool. Um, If there's too little chlorine, the pool gets all yucky and gross. If there's too much chlorine, um, everybody's eyes are going to be burning, and you have this little dipstick that you put in the water, and you hold for about 30 seconds. It turns some certain degree of purple, and then you know just how much chlorine is in the pool. Uh, And one hopes that these dipsticks are accurate in showing you the color of purple to know how much chlorine is in the pool. Another final Real Good Life example is when you go to get your your feet measured, uh, from kind of heel to toe when you're going to get a new pair of shoes. Um, I'm sure everybody's had this experience where they go and get their foot measured and they say you're, say, a size 9 like me, and then they bring out the shoe. You try the shoe on and it doesn't seem to quite fit right. Maybe you're more of an eight and a half or a nine and a half, And the question is, is the measuring device accurate or was the company accurate when they were uh, making the shoe Um, at the specific length or size that they kind of describe for you. So accuracy or validity really is um, defined as, are the results of a measurement corresponding to the true state of the phenomenon being measured. So this is in contrast to precision. Now precision is also known as reliability. And precision is defined as the extent to which repeated measurements of a stable phenomenon Obtain similar results. Um, Some good examples of reliability would include um, a soda machine where you go and you put a $1 bill in the soda machine, you push the button for an orange pop, and out comes an orange pop. You do this every single day, and you always get your orange pop. Different people go there. Um, They use different combinations of $1, say they use four quarters, say they use ten dimes, Um, and every single time somebody goes to that machine and puts in $1 worth of currency, push the orange pop button, they get an orange pop, everybody would say that that machine is very reliable or precise. Now that's really not um, about measurements, that's about a machine itself. Um, Specifically talking about measurements, um, we see this all the time with glucometers in the hospital. Um, where glucometers have to check um, patients' uh, fingerstick blood sugars and be highly reliable or precise. Um, in order to um, ensure this um, quality of the um, machine, um, the machine is tested every single day against a standard glucose concentration to ensure that the machine is precise or reliable. Um, it can be applied to various different patients with various different blood sugars. Finally, another real-life example is when you're using, say, a GPS tracking uh, device uh, to find your position as, say, maybe you're going on a five-mile run around your neighborhood. Um, You can imagine using this GPS device in different weather conditions on a warm, clear day, on rainy days, on really cold winter days. Um, If the device is able to find your position very um, accurately, it will tell you exactly down to the street or whatever foot level uh, that you're on Um, But if it never works in the cold weather, let's say, like mine, um, then you would say that the device is not very precise or reliable in the cold. And so the definition of precision really is that the same number of people or different people using the same or different instruments in different places and at different times (coughs) take repeated measurements and eventually obtain similar results. What we'll end with here are three real-life examples of how accuracy and precision can kind of come together in the same or different ways um, in three different examples. So the first example for baseball fans out there is when a second baseman fields a ground ball and then has to throw it over to the first baseman. It's really much more important for the second baseman to be much more precise than accurate. What I mean by this is that the second baseman would ideally throw it into the first baseman's glove without the first baseman having to move every single time. And that would be very accurate and precise. But it turns out the first baseman is able to stretch off the bag and can handle the ball being thrown a little to the left and a little to the right. And so it's really not that important that the second baseman be so accurate that they throw the ball into the glove. Um, It's more important that the second baseman be more precise in that they throw the ball somewhat near the first baseman every single time so that the first baseman knows that he won't have to come off the bag uh, in order to get the ball um, sometimes and then stay put other times. Now, this is in comparison to, say, a pitcher. A pitcher has to be much more accurate in that they have a much smaller strike zone. Now, if you look at a pitcher, say, over the 100 pitches that they'll throw, um, in, the, in the course of the game, it's important that pitchers not be that precise, meaning that pitchers want to throw curveballs and sliders, and they purposefully want to throw balls. They don't just want to throw the ball right down the middle of the plate every single time, and they don't want to throw you know three feet out of the strike zone every single time. So pitchers are trying not to be very precise, but they are trying to be very accurate, particularly when they're trying to throw strikes. Another good example is like my stepfather, somebody who is a tool and die caster, and they have to take an order of, say, 1,000 1 inch bolts. Now, in making these bolts, you can see that if they make these 1 inch bolts uh, in a range, say, from 7 eighths of an inch up to 1 and 1 eighths of an inch, um, with the average being around 1 inch, you could see that that order would be very accurate, but it's not very precise. Uh, This would be in contrast to if they made all of the bolts one and one-eighths inch in length um, for all thousand bolts, you would say that that order is very precise, but not very accurate. And depending on what type of um, use you have for these bolts, say for making a treehouse, neither one of those would be very important. However, if this bolt was the thing that held the landing gear on a bunch of really expensive uh, airplanes, you'd want them to be accurate and precise, meaning that you want that order to be exactly one-inch bolts for all 1,000 bolts. The last example really is um, what you'll read in most textbooks and I think is a great way for people to figure out accuracy versus precision. Um, and this really is just a dartboard. And so you can imagine a dartboard where, you know, somebody's throwing at the dartboard and they've got the darts sort of all over the place. You've got them at the, some at the 20, some at the 14, some at the 7, some at the 3. Uh, some are in the middle of the dartboard. Others are way out on the edges. Um, this is neither accurate nor precise. This is not somebody you'd want to have be your partner um, in a dart scheme. Um then you can imagine the setting where um the um thrower of the darts is very precise but not accurate, meaning that all of their darts cluster around the outer ring um of number 21. Nowhere near the bullseye, but they're all right around 21. That's somebody who's very precise but not very accurate. Lastly, somebody you'd want to be really on your darts team um, would be somebody who throws all of their darts um around the bullseye and the double bullseye, and this is somebody who is both accurate and precise. So in defining accuracy and precision here, we've really discussed um, a lot about when you have a gold standard and something is known. Um, Other measurements are uh, less well defined, Uh, things like love and hate, bitter versus sour, pain or fatigue. Um, What we'll discuss in the next podcast on this uh, topic is how to handle accuracy or validity and precision or reliability in the setting where um, the... There is no gold standard, um, and you're taking repeated measurements over a similar process. So look forward to that uh, podcast coming up. If you're looking for more um, statistics, um, Running Obstetrician Podcasts, you can find us on our website at www.runningobstetrician.com. And, of course, you can find us on iTunes. So until next time, take care, take it easy, and keep on running.